1: Hello everybody, welcome to Walk Culture Gaming, I'm Scott, joined by
0: Josh. Hello Scott
1: dodge for friends something doing the rounds at the minute is the overall confusion around how the xbox series s handles backwards compatibility um now this got initially reported by video game chronicle it's been picked up by ign and done a few of the uh, done a few laps around the old social interwebs Um, and i just want to clarify some stuff because it's not as confusing as you might think if you started reading stuff about how the series s runs its own version of uh old school games 360 games whatever um and that it's you know it's not the version that you expect whatever let's just clear that stuff up so um the way the xbox have done backwards compatibility so far, if you got an Xbox One X, they have a sticker that says that this game is enhanced for the Xbox One X, which is obviously the generation we're on at the minute. And um, That label, that sticker thing, means that the developers themselves have had some hand in going back to those games and up-resing them. Maybe that's mm. some more texture detail or frame rate data or whatever it is. Something that boosts it a little bit um, with the developer um, having hands-on. If you're just doing backwards compatibility on a regular Xbox One or an Xbox One S, um, that's just playing the old game. Like the console itself might you know the ram might help out with performance or something but the, de- the developers haven't had any hand in it and um, so the thing that's causing a little bit of confusion is that the xbox series s series s the new one Mm -hmm. that isn't the most deluxe one is running games backwards compatible um based on the same tech tech like the same approach as the xbox one s it doesn't have developer input it doesn't have you know the series s version of old games um it's just playing them the same way as the one s approached it however um as microsoft have clarified the Xbox One S, um, the way its GPU works, the fact that they've dove into, you know, they have a console that automatically applies things like HDR, uh, variable mm-hmm. refresh rates, different things to do with performance and texture filtering, whatever. Um, it'll do all those things automatically. So part of the new cell is that the console, the new console, will still auto-improve your old games in a way that the Xbox One S could never do. Yes. Holy crap! There's a lot of terms, and I hate that they've just—we're all just <laughs> PC gamers now. We've all got to go and, and look at the sliders and the terminology. Um, I will read a little quick quote, um, and then eventually you can exist and, and say some things, JB. Um, but they—they um, they did uh, outline this as part of the IGN thing, but Digital Foundry have got involved and clarified some stuff too. Um, but the Series S does have improved texture filtering, higher and more consistent frame rates, faster load times, and auto HDR. Um, Digital yes. Foundry also said that because the GPU is so much more capable, you should be able to clean up some performance issues that might have struggled or been present on the xbox one s and um, with slowdown things like that and they could all run noticeably smoother on the new machine um, mm-hmm. so there is a reason to play backwards compatible stuff on xbox one s xbox series s yeah. even though it's running them the same way as the xbox one s what do you think
0: yes so it's so just to get this straight <laughs> it's like the xbox one s's approach to backwards compatibility just a bit yes. better is that, is yes. that essentially it? yes? Well, yes. Scott Tilford, this gives me more of a reason to differentiate at least between the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. Because, you know, currently there's been a bit of confusion about, well, why would you buy one over the other? What's the exact mm-hmm. difference? And for me, that kind of added developer hand to the Xbox Series X's backwards compatibility, at least in some cases, you know, for the first party titles, Gears of War and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That is an added edge because that is a really cool way to re-experience those old games. Um, mm-hmm. how substantial that's going to be will remain to be seen you know will those kind of added manual touches be enough of a step up from this automatic boost mode essentially that the xbox series s implements uh, to mm-hmm. kind of justify picking up one console over the other because right now you know we've had these articles we've had these interviews to go off of to understand the differences between each machine you know this generation and the next generation but I would like to see if they can do it, some kind of you know, confident showing of, this is how your old games are going to look mm-hmm. on the Xbox Series X, and they're still gonna mm-hmm. look pretty good in the Series S, but you know, this is exactly how they're gonna look there. I need to see it in motion, which the- um, we, we were talking before we started filming, and I did say that's quite hard to do. I think you've seen that over this generation, when you get so granular, in in, in mm. terms of, you know, the features that we're showing off and, you know, when it comes to like HDR, which is difficult to showcase for people who don't have a HDR compatible mm. device. Or if you're showing it on something that on a software or kind of service that doesn't support HDR, these are features that can be difficult to show up, off and kind of like sex up, as it were, from like a marketing perspective. <laughs> I mean, I love digital foundry sex stuff, box. but I don't yes. think that's exactly the kind of marketing blitz 30 second TV spot uh, that See, Microsoft would want from yeah, to sell their consoles.
1: No, and, and, and yeah, like you said, you mentioned this before filming. Just for me, I just think that because there's such, like with, for example, with the PS4 Pro and with the when the One S and the One X started being talked about, um, they I don't necessarily drop the ball with it, but you've seen the rise of Digital Foundry like come in mm-hmm. to sort of satisfy that demand. People do want to know what their games are going to look like on various different systems and different, um, you know, performances and different ways that it can be shown off. Um, and, you know, they did at the big, like, I don't know, I think it was last year now, they did those really short little clips where it was like, this is what the Series X dashboard's going to look like. Like, this is what Gears of War, the original Gears of War looks like running on Series X or running on Next Gen. Um, look at the skies brighter because we've got this auto HDR thing. Um, they could just put some of those videos out. Just put something I mean I if, if I was them I would do like a full on backwards compatible showcase and go look like mm-hmm. res- here's your legacy of Xbox. Here's what we can make it look like. Um, and maybe that is just some side by side stuff but yeah like maybe it's hard to make it work for a mass audience but it's not for them anyway. Like they're going to be right. snatching up the Series S regardless. Like show us what something like brute force looks like in 4k or whatever and um, I did want to mention uh, one other thing is that Xbox's director of program management um, they've been doing demos of the Series S's uh, load times uh, certain games running on the Series S um, without like you know necessarily showing them off on the main YouTube channel or whatever um, but he did say that they have a full tech breakdown coming soon so assumedly cool. there's, they're going to do something regarding this stuff in the future um, but I did want to mention in regards to 4K um, the Series S isn't capable of creating 4K it can't, well it can upscale to 4K it can't yeah. uh, render in 4K which is one of the major differences between the S and the X because um, I, I from, from all my research and I'll probably get salvaged in the comments again I'm trying <laughs> um, it seems that the main thing between the Xbox, uh, the Series S and the Series X seems to boil down and I do mean boil down in console terms I'm boiling this all the way down PC people um, because it seems like it boils down to storage uh, RAM and the ability to render in 4K um, mm-hmm. which is obviously makes the Xbox Series S incredibly viable because you're going to get all these auto enhancements the HDR the variable refresh rates everything else all the automatic things um, yeah. that are going to work in the Series S can run in 1440p at up to 120 frames per second so it does make that this like really good you know next gen machine Um, but that also means that on the developer side you know they do have to try and cater to both sides and how do they sort of for example if you're ubisoft making assassin's creed how do you maintain the value proposition for that game with all these different how do you sort of give a um you know different amounts of power to the version that could run on the x and still make it so the people who bought in on the s are still feel valued like Mm -hmm. It's just going to be such a minefield.
0: It, oh, it is going. Yeah, it is going to be. You know, when it comes to like that kind of like scalability, I feel like you know, developers. It's going to be extra work for developers, and I don't kind of wish that on them. But they've done it before. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we've had a certain level of scalability all the way through video games, especially when PC started to kind of like dominate and stuff. Mm. We've had these games running on a bunch of different kind of platforms and a bunch of di- with a, with a bunch of different features built in. Um, I have a few questions about the Series S in a few in a few ways. One is the kind of like Resolution, like you said, it's going to upscale. Mm. It's going to do like essentially what the PlayStation 4 Pro does now, and kind of like yeah, uh, yeah, you push that 1440p resolution up to you know uh, not native 4K, but something that appears like that, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of that, that's the reason why I wouldn't buy it personally, you know, because you know I'm, I'm looking for that next step in my machines currently. Already You've got all that. the nits, mate. Yeah, and again to compare it to the PlayStation, not that I'm saying the PlayStation Four <coughs> Pro is automatically better or anything like that. Just that it's the only thing that I have personally that can compare it to. But this, all of this kind of automatic, you know, upresing or automatic, you know, boosting sounds like the boost mode on the PlayStation Four Pro, which right. for me wasn't awesome. Like it was fine, mm-hmm. it was good, it was welcome in some ways, but it wasn't worth buying one console over the other four you know what I mean I don't look at my PlayStation 4 <coughs> Pro and go yes I'm so pleased I bought this for the boost mode this has made all my, made my life better yeah. and the third worry I have um, is the storage because that's only I think it's storage 500 big gigabytes deal, yeah. or something 512 I think but I mean it'll be less than that anyway once yes. the OS
1: is accounted for and stuff like that so yeah, yeah.
0: exactly but which for an old digital console is kind of a bit worrying because um, mm. I don't know about you, Scott, but my even Modern Warfare right now is more or less dominating my entire hard drive <laughs> on my PlayStation. So I do have. They like said those... they would have knock
1: the file size down, but they just haven't at all.
0: Oh, well, they, like, they keep trying to do it. They marginally knock it down with every new update. But even then, you have to have like 100 gigabytes to download the file. Yeah. That's going to make it smaller. It's a complete nightmare in a minefield. Uh, but ultimately, <laughs> I think, you know, all of this has to be taken into consideration of the price. You know, it is ridiculously cheap, the Xbox mm. Series S. And it is such great value for what you're mm. ultimately getting that I wonder if kind of like these negative aspects or these wonkier aspects that we don't know much about, like just how thorough... This kind of you know backwards compatibility implementation is going to be how much it's going to boost games. When will we see it with our own eyes? Like mm. maybe that's just not something they're worried about because they're like that will come in time. Right now, all you need to know is the next gen Xbox is going to set you back 250 pounds, and you can yeah. play these games at launch, and the rest will you know you you can find that out yourself. These are just extra mm-hmm. bells and whistles, like you said. Primarily for the hardcore players, you know, interested in resolutions, interested in these variable refresh rates or frame rate and whatever. (laughs) Um, Whereas the, you know, the casual Joe out there just sees an Xbox, sees it's cheap, sees it's some great games in it. We should bring uh, in our own Joe Johnston to be
1: casual Joe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's already got a role as Banana Joe. He can't can't play two roles. Um, but I was thinking, like, yeah. I mean,
1: they, they're riding so high on the general wave of, oh, my God, Next Gen is available for $300 slash, you know, £300 or whatever at the minute, um, that they don't want to get in the way of that, um, even though a lot of the features that they're talking about, like, for me, I, I get hung up on that stuff. I'm like, well, I want to see your side-by-sides. I want to see the, the load times. I want you to zoom in and prove that the, uh, the frame rate difference is, right, is, is there, that, the, that somehow the console is adding that stuff automatically. Um, I want to see all those things. Um, and maybe that just is something that they're just not going to devote that much time time to or a platform to and someone a digital foundry can stand in uh, can step in instead Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so fascinating the idea of throwing in an old game and having it up res to such a degree that it looks like a modern day remaster Um, not a remake not the Activision level but something that they could put out with with some developer insight Um, that idea of the console sort of doing that automatically is just fascinating Um, so I think they have more to show off and you know like I said that Jason Ronald um, said that they they are going to do a tech breakdown soon um, so we'll keep an eye out for that obviously the PS5 thing is on Wednesday as well so we'll see how that goes um, it's all heating up JP it's been a while since we've had actual information on these things exactly
0: I've seen a lot of commenters online say that we're in the end game now Scott Taylor and it really feels <laughs> like it we're in one of those 40 million different alternate futures where these consoles mm-hmm. actually come out <laughs> so just a flood I'm
1: of everything coming down and just trying to be like oh, hold on let me yeah. just figure out rate <laughs> refresh rates before we go forward Exactly. Um, but yeah let us know what you think down in the comments below where your general sort of mentalities are on analysing on reading the terrain going forward as to the Series X and the Series S and their capabilities for now I've been Scott from in I've been
0: Josh from and we'll
1: catch you next time bye bye